I would like to procure the bag. I want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse door man. Money, 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 rich bitch. Hey, give me that bag. Rich bitch. You're so rich. Pay me. Well then. Happy Pride. Happy, happy Pride. Happy Pride, What could everyone. be a more Happy Pride than being, like, mostly naked in a caftan? I know. If you guys could just see what's happening. Yes. I'm on my I'm on my emerald green couch mm. in my little... Follow that yellow brick road. Kafco caftan. Kafco. Not yes, sponsored. Not a sponsor, but let's say that again for the audience. Kafco. And that's K-A-F-T-K-O? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Queer owned, person of color owned. It's the fucking it's the best. best. I love them. I have swimsuits from them. Anyway, not sponsored. I like come give us money. I had no idea. Um, and then I just he was wearing a caftan. I was like, hmm, I love a good caftan. I've got a couple kimonos, a couple caftan moments, and uh, but I always want more. I mean, I have a whole drawer full. Yeah, I have like two or three, and I think about it because I have like a a big like flowy like fuzzy kind of one, mm-hmm. and then I have like a satiny less you know coverage than yes. like a you know one that you want to wear to like the pool right yes well and i mean it was this was a pandemic purchase Ugh, and a pandy perch a pandy perch and it's always <laughs> it's always just like you know i i i get so irritated when we squabble about like these big corporations doing the pride month thing whatever like oh, okay. cool yeah. happy for the rep for the rep and all that but like uh, what i really want to do is support like small businesses that yes. are queer owned like why are we why isn't that the argument and the discussion like that's my question okay, so so some things to go to is kaftco that's k-f-t-k-o.com yes and not a sponsor but be one maybe with someday please andrew russell designs he makes little crowns uh, i have three of them three of wow. them i think they're so nice they're like croons. the croons yes the three croons that go on my head um i wore one in my music video Wait, for renaissance where thing. are these crowns made uh he lives in la i think work yeah. Can people purchase these crowns? Yes, they can. Look up Andrew Russell Designs on the Instagram. Andrew Russell Designs. See, we're learning already, guys. We're already we're showing you how to not be a rich bitch by spending tons of money. <laughs> by spending all your money. Yay, pride. Well, but like, what's more rich bitch than a crown? Like, um, hello. Actually, I have so many of them. You should see me in a crown. Yeah, no, Billie Eilish. <laughs> well, once we once we get the video component of this up and running, we'll have to do a crown episode. And we'll we just are going to have to. I have so many. I think I have like five crowns. Well, you know, it's a true shame that we're not on video right now because I'm wearing head to toe, sequined, yes. uh, beaded uh, mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm, um, my mm-hmm. shoes that I'm wearing are ornatia. I mean, ornate. 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 Just like red, um, red studded, red diamond studded, encrusted. Yes, like, stilettos, technicolor. Yes, we are dressed for the carpet. Judy Garland, <laughs> click your heels, and we're home. So it is a really big right. shame. And that then it's my, not. and then my dumpster ass is over here in a fucking caftan in my yeah, underwear. Yeah, she's barefoot and she's wearing fucking old Calvin Klein um, stretchy pants. Anyway, so anyway, Pride Gay, Gay. Pride also, gay. also Gay Pride month i just found out today from my friend andrew that um not the crown andrew a different andrew mm. um that it is also cancer survivor month wow so i get to have all the things this you have all month. the things i'm gay yep and i had cancer yep and i survived it yep so go buy my book Remember it. yeah bye <laughs> right if you want to support small businesses yes, hello i am one hi the book is called cancer musical theater and other chronic illnesses by yep. edward miskey i don't know if we've ever talked about this on on here we've talked about it but we haven't plugged it enough so i'm glad you all right said we're it. plugging can it again purchase it cool cool cool. you can purchase it at the drama bookshop if you're in new york city and Love. if you're not in new york city you can order it on barnes and noble apple <gasps> books uh walmart.com amazon oh. of course there, I, there's like 30 or 40 retailers yeah, just, that it's on i don't just know. buy the book 
Yeah, cancer musical theater and other chronic illnesses. It is the funny as cancer can be musical theater feeder, musical theater theater fever dream. Wow, That's I can't it. talk about being a cancer patient and survivor. Love it. Can't wait to be in yeah. it. Did I just pitch my book to everyone? I think you did. <laughs> think um, did. And pay attention. Motherfuckers. Um, yeah, because yeah. things are happening. With things that. are happening. Yes. Um, so yeah, we're, this might be our inaugural episode. It won't make any sense uh, in the chronology, but we're going to do it probably. It's totally, like, it's life totally doesn't okay. make sense. It doesn't make sense. And, and it'll make more sense as you listen through. But I was just thinking about this right now as we were talking about this. And I was laid off from my job yesterday, mm-hmm. just in time for Pride Month. Is that a hate crime? Ooh. Great point. Is that a hate crime? Yes, I think it's yes. I the, think the it's a hate crime. Judge says yes. I'm going to call someone about this. Yeah, just call them and be like, um, so you firing I me was is, hate crimed. is an attack. <clears throat> yes, it's the violence that they chose. Folks everywhere. Yeah, yeah no, um, I think it is. I think it was violence, especially considering the name of the place. And um, yeah, I just find it to be <laughs> the biggest ironic moment of all time. Um, but that's neither here nor there. It's not. Um, what you really are is starting fresh. And that's I fucking am. cool. Yes, and I'm really excited about it. I was really worried because I keep hearing, you know, rumbles on the ground that like the job market is insane right now and mm-hmm. no one's hiring anything mm-hmm. and no one can get anything. And mm-hmm. I know people that have been looking forever. I had four job interviews today. I have another one on Monday. I have a second interview on Monday. Manifest. Um, yeah, it just, it's again, I think we talked about this yesterday. Like, when you remove something that's taking up a lot of energy in your life, whether that be bad energy or good energy, but probably more likely bad energy, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when that goes away, it makes room for so many other things. And it just was like a 24 hour period where I was just getting interview and interview and interview and interview and interview. It was so weird. It's never happened like that for me before. I was like choked because I'm so happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of pride month. month. (laughs) And choking. Um, No, I'm so happy for you because, mm, it was time, and um, I, it, it makes so much sense that this is, like, what's happening, you know? Yeah, I agree, and, um, yeah. It's still surprising, because anything that's amazingly good in this world can is surprising, because, you know, uh, also for the reason that we still have Pride Month, is because you, there needs to be one still, Yeah, right? I would love... And there always <laughs> will be need for one. It's like, as a woman, they're like, why isn't there blah, 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 women's month? Yeah, the reason there's women's month is because, like, we lost half our, we lost our rights in, like, 12 states or whatever it was when Roe v. Wade <laughs> went away. And the same thing is happening uh, to, for the focus, honestly, today is, is queer folks. Um, the Tennessee bans, the, I mean, just to be, for it to be illegal to be in drag. It's is, ridiculous. Is, it's so dumb. It's mo- is insane. <clears throat> Somebody made a really good point about how, you know, Robin Williams in or Robin Williams, whatever the the birdcage was the example, yeah. and then it was Robin Williams in in Mrs. Doubtfire, Doubtfire yeah. and then it was uh to like the white chicks movie, and then yeah. it was like but so it's not the problem with it isn't drag because no. they dress men up in dresses for TV film all the time. The mm-hmm. the issue is queerness. Yeah, if you are a gay person or a queer person mm-hmm. identifying queer person who is in drag or wearing clothes that are not of your biological assigned gender, then of course they're, they have an issue with it because it has never been about drag. It's, it has never once been about drag. Yeah. It has been about the expression of queerness. Yep. Why so, is that so offensive? Anyway, because people are dumb and they don't understand and also organized religion and Christianity. Yeah, I, think, I think the big problem here is like, there's a lot of people, especially, you know, me as someone who was raised in a Presbyterian kind of, school system and and how ha- house and whatever it, it you know to start with uh it just 
it is ingrained to it's like something that's weirdly dropped into the to society when you're around that when you're around people that just aren't really accepting it or just not talking about it like it's almost like taboo oh i'm Um, acutely aware of all of it it's just weird um it is weird and i will actually kind of say and i know this probably won't be a popular opinion but I feel like for 11 months out of the year, we're like fighting legislation and we're watching all these shit things happen to the queer community and everything else. And to me, I know that Pride Month is, of course, like the origin story of how civil rights for queer people officially started. But I also like to think of Pride Month as like the one month of the year that it because it is a national conversation that it can like the pressure kind of eases up on us a little bit and we get to have fun. Yeah. And like and so that's why there's the pride parades and the parties and whatnot like not just for the representation and to say we're here and we're fighting for our rights and our lives and everything else but also like we get to have fun right because the rest of the year when it is not ours to have and be seen then that's when we're fighting that's when we're in the trenches so yes pride started because of a riot and because of all of the things but I like to view it as just like the one month of the year that like I don't have to think about the rest of it. And yeah. of course that is a privilege of mine to be had. Well, we live in New York. Yeah. Right. Well, and other things. But, you know, yeah. it's it's also just like I'm so tired of hearing about it all the time. Yeah. That I just love to have. I've always viewed pride as a safe space. Yeah. Like and even though that is completely fabricated in my mind because that's not always the reality. But for me, pride is like this safe month out of the year that like you blend right in you blend right into your surroundings because all of a sudden all these businesses have rainbow flags up and queerness is embraced and celebrated and even if it's just for 30 days it's still a safe space right i get that so let's have fun let's have a good time let's Let's have a kiki no but uh yeah i think um i think that's something to really say and i and i think that was well said you know that it really is a celebration yeah um and everybody should be a part of it and yeah. celebrating because why not? Yeah. And I'm like sitting here with my legs open, worrying that like my bits are falling out for you. Fine. And, you know, it's all good. I apologize. <laughs> and hearing my stilettos and my, you and know. your, your yeah. floor, to, floor to ceiling. Yeah. My floor to ceiling. Your floor to ceiling. Accoutrement. Okay. Lifted for the gods. <laughs> yeah. No, oh I think, God. I think that, uh, I think that is something to say, you know, and also like, I always get really confused about, um, the bathroom stuff because Ugh. the the person I'm afraid of in the bathroom with me is just a regular straight dude. You know what I mean? That's, well, that's always the case. And you know what I mean? Again, I'm like, not worried about someone who is trans. No, and no one should be because fuck. the numbers don't ever support that at all. It's always like, straight who, white guys. Who would you feel, uh, ladies? Who would you feel like more like scared of? Like your sis in the in doing your makeup with you chilling coming in the thing like they're no one's gonna go through the whole process to transition to possibly be ostracized to change your life to uh possibly get beat because you know if they go into the men's room they're gonna get murdered yeah so why why is it like it's not comprehensible to be like well maybe they would want to be in the space that they're supposed to be in which is the women's room why are you why is that such a big deal because again people are stupid and ignorant and if they were just like you know 
again, like have fun with us. That's again what yes. Pride Month is for is to have fun. It's why all these pop artists release these songs around this time so that like, you know, obviously it's a money grab, but at the sure. same time, like it's a party. That stupid Kylie Moog Padam Padam song or whatever it is. It's so ridiculous <laughs> and stupid, but it's so fun. Yeah, let's you know, have fun. and like, you know, Taylor Swift is on tour and Beyonce Always. is on tour. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like all these people are on tour. There's just like it's just like the Beyonce. gay stars have aligned for everyone to enjoy themselves and have fun. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would love, again, the privilege is mine to, like, put the legislation and commentary aside Mm -hmm. for the month of June so that we can have fun and not have to think about it. Because it's, like, it's bogged down. It's tiring. And, like, you know, and that's, again, me being a a cisgendered white guy, like, that's easy for me to say, Mm -hmm. you know. And I, of course, again, the privilege is mine. But, like, I would so much rather spend pride month like filling my brain with like sugar and pop and yeah like all of the dumb shit so that i can like fuel up for the rest of the year especially because we're coming up onto an election cycle where i don't have to fucking think about it because i don't want to it's exhausting it's and and again privilege is mine that i get to work from home and get to shut all of that shit out because i don't want to pay attention to it and i I, you know i'm of course i'm going to vote for the people that i need to vote for yeah but like listening to it 24 7 and tuning into those voices all the time is exhausting right so like kylie minogue yeah what is the song what is it i don't know anything about it have you it. not heard no. it it's insane <laughs> describe it <clears throat> it's like this does she have an accompanying music video because like every music video of course she, makes she does is like insane i love it how can can we do that is that like a thing that we can do it'll definitely with get sound? taken yeah it'll, it'll get taken down yeah, it'll, oh, okay never mind so we're not gonna do that yeah um but it's like this disco dancey like kylie minogue esque style mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. she's like entering her madonna era work and and confessions like, on a dance floor. and like yeah exactly like mm-hmm. kind of that it's really really fun and silly love and now i i saw something on twitter the other day where someone was walking down ninth avenue and they saw a couple walking towards them that was like a gay couple and mm-hmm. this guy just was like i just said padam to padam to them and they like crackled and turned around <laughs> And set it back. Universal. And I was like, is this the new universal hello? <laughs> pa-dum, pa-dum. Pa-dum, pa-dum. Pa-dum, pa-dum. Great. Pa-dum, pa-dum. Um, love that. I'll have to listen to that because I'm I'm not aware. I know. I'm, a- I'm like not even on the radar of a whole lot of new music right now because, again, like working under a rock, you know, I don't Dude. really know what's exactly new. I know I have one coming out soon. Uh, yeah, but let's that's talk gonna about be, that. That's going to be a hot second. Yeah. Um, just because I have to like shoot the cover of it, which will take no time at all. But <sighs> I just like, you know, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. And, you know, I like also don't love having my photo taken all the time mm-hmm. unless it's in my control with angles sure. and lighting and everything, which is, you know, a whole different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very gay. No, yeah, I have I'm half of it. I have half of it done. I have the background done. I just need to insert myself. I love that. And uh, it's going to be really fun. But that's a cover. That's a, actually a band that is not. Here's here's the tricky part of this. This band, uh, it was called Echolalia. My mm. dad worked with them when I was a literal child. Mm. And it, it was this front woman. And How's the, your dad? What the did band. your dad do? My dad's a singer-songwriter, and he has a recording studio. We've Love always that. had, like, a mini, like, jankity recording studio in the house Ugh. at some point, And then he's built it out over the years to be, like, this monster. So <clears throat> That's we, so fun. It was so fun. I we can't had all imagine these... growing up like that where you have, like, a 
cool artistic outlet that your father's doing. Oh, yeah. The first time I recorded my voice, I remember like running in the other room and crying because I hated the way it sounded. <laughs> <laughs> I was like maybe in the second grade. Yeah. Um, maybe younger. I, was, I think I might have been younger. Do you like that. your voice now? I do. I don't mind Good. it. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind mine at all. No, I can okay. listen to it to like I'm I'm more I'm more listen to it to listen back and like sure. learn from it. Like, sure. what did I do here? What did I do wrong here? Like, what kind of voiceover too? Like when I do, yeah, like, that's kind of what did I, mean. I smile at the end of that sentence? Right? Did you hear yeah. my teeth clacking? That's right, clickety yeah. clack, and you don't talk back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, having that as a kid, that's so fantastic. It was so cool. And like these bands would come over. My dad would record for them for like no money. You know, like it was, mm-hmm. you hear, we were talking about that the other day. He said, I think it was like 30 an hour, wow. which is like, what? That's crazy for a recording that's studio. That's insane. Like the, I, like the recording studios that I was using in the Upper West and the like early aughts were like 150 an hour. That, that makes me want to be like, I want to go back in time, go to Pennsylvania, give your dad like you know 60 bucks that i saved up for like a month two months and just be like let's go let's Let's go yeah so they so they did this and like um my dad recently just found the invoices for this band (gasps) but like it was like 280 bucks for this demo wow but one of the songs was called bubble magic like the gayest title ever thank you and it has been like family lore for the better part of the last 30 years like Mm -hmm. this one song uh, there's a second song too that I'm doing later in the year Work. from them too. But like this song has been stuck in everyone's family, everyone in my family's head for the last 30 years. And I recently was in touch with the woman who wrote it mm-hmm. and she gave me permission to do it. And I turned it into this like big gay epic odyssey Ugh. anime theme. It's so fun. I can't wait. And, uh, <clears throat> it's a perfect the audience. I've heard a little sneak peek. And it sounds you amazing. have. Well, and it's the perfect pride song too. Cause it like, is. the one hook line is I can be anything that I want to be. Yes. Um, so that's really fun. But what, I, what's kind of the, the slight of it. And my dad and I were joking about this the other day is that the song was originally written about her daughter, like, oh. pl- like playing around in the backyard and like, like being like literal bubble magic, oh, okay. like the bubble stuff, Literally like that bubble you, like magic. Th- that stuff, like the, the, oh, the blowing, bubbles, yeah. blowing bubbles. Is that for the, <laughs> that's for the photo. Okay, got it. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's on my you table. You just have that? Yeah. Yeah. I ordered it. Just has bubbles, um, caftan. Just, yeah. yeah just casual. Giving. I like sit in my caftan, like blowing bubbles in the corner. <laughs> just <for fun. laughs> We have like twinkle lights hanging off the windows. Just, yeah. Just living. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, it's very much about like her daughter playing around in the backyard and like wow. how, how a little girl like interacts with her mom and like plays around and whatnot. But then as a 30 something year old man singing that, <laughs> it takes on a whole new meaning and it's actually kind of inappropriate. Oh. And my dad was like, what is one, um, one of the lines is very like, uh, it, it sounds with, with me singing it, it sounds sexual. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, I know what it is. In like the third verse, there's a line that says, I'm an, I'm a daisy chain. I'm a, I'm sunshine and blue skies. Okay. And like when you're, when you're a little girl, a daisy chain is yes. just literally yeah, a crown yeah. of daisies. Yeah, but yeah. when you're an adult Uh-oh. man, a daisy chain is something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is a daisy chain? For we don't need to go into that. <laughs> but for pride month, we can. So it's when you know, yeah, totally yeah, yeah. we're good. We're good. We actually want this to be our first um, one, and we start the one that was originally going to be our first episode started. Um, it's now going to be our second episode. <laughs> started crazy, so um, yeah, we had we always go off the rails. Out. It's so funny. I think we are meant to go off the rails. I kind of agree. I think that's what the what the gift is of you know being a rich bitch is that you can truly be yourself and go off the rails. Yeah, well, and like Take you know, me off the rails. Talking about. Um, 
<laughs> Take put, me on the me rails. Put me in the coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> um, but what we were talking about earlier about your feet and that whole thing. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about, wait, 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 wait. You mean the shoes I was wearing? Yes, the shoes you yeah, were yeah, wearing. Yeah, we're not going to, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I have really nice feet. and uh, You do. I do not. That's okay. It's I, I never have. Ever since I was a kid, for I've all for all of you foot enthusiasts yeah. listening, foot enthusiasts, um, Sarah has beautiful feet. Mine have always looked like I have run a marathon barefoot on a sidewalk. Always, <laughs> ever since I was a child, like seriously, I because when and, you were running a marathon, because I, I was running around, I with was barefoot too. All I was a time. kid. I was all over the cul de sac, giving yeah. it all I could. Yeah, in the woods and rocks, like and like for fun, exactly. And, and for fun, I would like walk across stones and mulch yeah, and gr- and like just being like, how far can I go? <laughs> yeah. And then my feet turned into stone, <laughs> and they've been that way ever I since. Just were like, no, girl, you're good. Yeah, mine are not. I wonder if there's a market for gross feet. Yes. Can I make money with that? Yes. Can I really? Yes. From what oh, uh, what place of authority can you speak? I can speak from <laughs> humanity. Like what? I mean, what? No, you're right. Well, I mean, depra- when I was a, when I was a cancer patient, there's a fetish for that. Okay, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's something for. I'm gonna start there's taking pictures of my gross like feet. Bo- I tore my <laughs> skin off my foot. Look, look, I ripped my foot. Like, who's interested <laughs> in that? Like, oh man, they're like, yeah. So oh. And not to not to kink shame or anything like that. It's just like anything can be anything. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? I mean, what is that? What is that thing called when this is perfect for pride? Let's this talk about really kinks. Um, oh my god! Yes. <laughs> um, what is that thing? This will weed out any people listening that are going to be like super traumatized later. Or, yeah, that are, are going to be offended by. Yeah, you don't like it? Get you out! Don't like it? There's well, the door. Uh, there's the door. There's the door. No one's coming for you. <laughs> All right. But um, what is the thing called when you like when people are turned on by you sitting on food? Oh yeah, caking or what is that called? I don't know what it's called. I'm, I'm not sure actually. Cakes. I only remember that because of um. Well, uh, it's not cake you, specifically. Yeah, yeah, but it's the United States of Terror. Remember that? What oh that yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god, that show was so good. Yeah, it's really good. I think she does. I think. It's oh god, show. I miss that. Yeah. What, that that Brie Larson. Yeah. That yeah. show. That was show was just Tony Collette. Tony Collette is a, everything. An icon. But like, ended too soon. Oh, it ended on the list of shows ended. that should have never ended. It ever. shouldn't have ended. It was so like, good. The three ones that hurt the most for me are United States of Terra, mm-hmm. Glow, mm-hmm. and Pushing Daisies. Yeah, Glow. Like, what happened? It just I have like, no idea. Went, no, it just went away. Well, because you could tell that they were setting up the volley for season three, and then it just went away. Why did that? Okay, I don't know. No it Tino sucks. shade, but why did that? It's also Pride show it's, but why it's did, so gay um, well that one but i'm about to say another one how come orange's new black lasted for like 500 years girl and, i don't know and people you know weren't super you know by the end you were like who's the main character what's happening right because she didn't she like disappear for a while got, well they couldn't have her be the main character she's a, she's awful piper's terrible she's annoying yeah she's just not the I don't know anything about the actress. I'm saying the character as they wrote her, they wrote her in a hole because she was just like the least interesting person out of everyone in that entire show. Yep. And you have Natasha Leone. Are you gonna freaking compete? Oh my god. Come on. It should have been Come on. It, it should have been gonna, like Natasha's the what new am black. I talking about you, yeah? Come on. What are we what are we doing? Yeah, like Natasha Leone is like someone said I was in an audition once and they were like, You're like a younger Natasha Leone. You kind of are kind of smokes less. And I'm yeah. like, I don't smoke at all, so so yeah, it's definitely left. Part Less, of it's part of it's definitely the hair. It's the attitude and the hair. Yeah. Yeah, and and I am I feel like I'm from New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I feel like the two is. of you would be a holy oh, hot mess together. 
I love that. Natasha Leone, come up to Natasha. Washington Heights and in Inwood. And you live in New York. I know you do. Right. Come so hang out with us. Just come through. Where's just her like agent? Can we get her on this podcast? Yeah, I love <laughs> you so much. Yeah. No, I um, I, I want to write something with her in it, and I want to be in it also. Where you guys play like crack whore twins or something? Yes. <laughs> like, no, I think she would just be like, I think we'd just be we have friends on an adventure, whether it's like some soul searching shit or like it's a revenge thing, or maybe it's like we're assassins and we're fucking crazy. Oh, uh, yes. One of those. You know what I mean? Just one of the like casual. Like kill, killing Eve, guy. but like not yeah. as slick. Killing Eve, but like messy. Right. Like the, the D-list <laughs> killing Eve. <laughs> Schmilling Shreve. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's Natasha, it. give us a call. That's my pitch. Natasha, we're Schmilling Steve and we're doing it. Oh, Me, you, fuck. and um, what's her name that's from... Oh, Sister Wives. Not that's not the name of the show, but it was. Bill Paxton was in it. Um, she's one of the girls on it. She's a socialite in New York. Love her. Um, oh God, uh, I don't know. Hold on. I'm gonna look it up. Don't worry, it's gonna be okay. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. You changed our lives with your with your twisterness and your Titanicness. He's been in so many movies. Do you know Bill Paxton is right? I I think so. He's like the main. Do you remember Twister? Yeah. The main man. Oh, Paxton. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he is Titanic old. And oh, he, he wasn't that old. He had a heart. He had like a condition. It's so wait. Funny. Titanic as in the off Broadway show that's playing downtown. No, I wish. But that's another thing. We I want to go to that so been. bad. Me neither. I want to take my My mom's coming up for Pride weekend <gasps> um, because that's the weekend of my billboard. Oh, and so she's coming up to see it. And I might take her to go see Titanic. Oh, Although, yes. I mean, I'm sure she would piss herself laughing, but mm-hmm. like, I it's oh, it's some it's sometimes. I was supposed to go with a friend who was visiting from New York, and then they booked something. Um, like a, like last year. Yeah, no, I, earlier this year. I need to go see it. I like they I do this. Go with. Tell me when they do this improv thing that keeps showing up on TikTok that is so funny. Like Celine Dion is narrating. And like it gets to this part where they're in the water and she's like, we're going to improv. She tells the audience in this like horrible French accent that they're going to improv the next part. And so she makes up something and the two, like the Jack and Rose characters Mm -hmm. have to lip sync what she's saying and do it. And it's so ridiculous and so funny. Fun. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, I've, I've known about it. It's everyone talks to me about it. Yeah. I auditioned for it like four years ago. Oh, damn. Yeah. It looks so good. And like, there's drag, so I should have seen it yeah. by now. Um, which Who is, plays the drag character? I can't remember. I think it's Celine Dion. No, no. Well, who's somebody's in drag? I thought. I have no idea. I know by clips when my friend filmed it, it seemed like a lot of people were in drag. Maybe it was just the audience because that's who would show up. I mean, we Maybe. were living. <laughs> um, okay, so the name of the show is Big Love. It's about a guy with multiple wives. It's crazy. Um, but what I, the reason I, think I, I vaguely it, remember this? Yeah, yeah. I saw some of it. I like Chloe Sevigny. I love her. Uh, me too. And that's who's best friends with Natasha Leone. And that's why I want to do, I want to do like a show. Oh my like God. Stop it. Me, Natasha Leone. Me. I think it would just that be would be, it would just be, Oh my God. It'd be a, a hot mess. I love it. I want to be every part of that. Yes. So anyway, those are icons to me. Um, but yeah, I follow Chloe Sevigny on, uh, oh, Instagram and everything. Yeah. She's the best. And Natasha. She's like, I don't know if I do follow her. I would follow her. I would have her read me. 
I know this is like cliche, but even a phone book for I would just sit there. There is no phone book, but when there was one, I'd rather <laughs> back I'd in the late 1900s in when there was the phone yeah, when, book. Well, it's so funny when people like I let them read the phone books. And I was like, yeah, when have you seen a phone book? Right. When was the last, last time, time? Was there a phone book? Like I know there was. one. I remember one in my parents' uh, house that I grew up in, which yes. would be at least 20 years ago. Yeah, I don't. Also, how <clears throat> weird is it? There was a time where, and honestly, let's be real. You could look up anyone right now and find out where they live and everything about them but there was like a book openly telling you that like it was yeah. a book that you were like, like here's my address here's and my, my phone address. number and my first and last this name this is my fears um you know <laughs> my I'll blood in, type it, when i'm in the midnight where i'll be hanging out by myself oh my god you said midnight speaking of gay taylor swift done you're the swifty one of the, us two i'm the beyonce i, I am i love beyonce. and it's not that i don't love beyonce yeah I just like don't listen to her as frequently. Oh yeah, I don't listen to Taylor Swift like that either. Yeah, but I um, want to hear about this. I mean, the well, latest album, right? The latest Work album. It. It's so good. It's what yeah. she's touring with right now. Yeah. And um, I just I just love and appreciate her long game on the marketing front of rollouts mm-hmm. for her albums. But there was so much speculation about this one that she was like coming out with this album. Oh. There was like, and then there was a lot of that speculation with um. Lover as well. Really? That she was coming out. Because there's like rumors of her being bisexual and like whatever and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna question but like honestly, isn't everybody a little bit gay? I mean, I mean I just yes. so and to me I feel like if we're all gonna Kinsey scale ourselves. Right. Right. Nobody's Nobody's hundred I mean, percent anything. Maybe there's some of some of you. That's fine. But no, I no, I, I really just always think about room. that TikTok. There's a really great TikTok where a guy is sitting in his car. And they had to do like a fire drill for work or something. And they had firemen coming in and they were doing like they were enacting out whatever. And this guy, like his whole thing that he had to do was that he like had severe burns on his leg or whatever. And he was on the floor. Okay. So he's laying on the floor and he was like, this fireman comes over and he's like, he looks at his card and sees what's going on with him. He's like, he puts his hand on my chest and he's like, I'm going to get you out of here. And he picks him up and carries him out of the building. And the guy was like, I went into this training a hundred percent straight. And I came out of this training. Like, (laughs) I don't know. This man picked me up. Like I wore nothing. Like I weighed Mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. And like, I just felt safe and taken care of. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's how that goes. You know, that's what the Kinsey scale is. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, but men for sure, you know, like, Look, like women are so much cooler with being oh. like the bisexuality of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men are so weird about it. Yeah. And it's so stupid. It like is. it's tired. We're it in is. the year 2023 y'all. Like, like just, just, just who's looking in your room. Like, you know what I mean? Literally also, nobody. Like, you're not speaking up. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the legs just went legs flying just over. Went. We're talking about bye guys. And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, like it's it's just like where are we? Like, why is it so? Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's so weird. I just think like everyone in their lifetime should suck a dick at least once. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, just to have the experience, yeah, especially should. if you have one, so that way you know what the other person that you're gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna co-sign that, but I'm gonna say <laughs> I I feel you. Edward. I feel you, right? Yeah, I feel you. What's there not to co-sign? Like, yeah. it's just kind of like, just do it, you yeah. know? Sure. And I think I'm speaking specifically to men. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Because it's I like, it's like you then know the burden of the job that you're asking someone else to do. <laughs> 
And then you're also kind of like, oh, this isn't so bad. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> See? And I, th- I think, I think the problem is too, um, you know, is that people that are scared of, I don't know what's going on, but they're scared of everything that isn't something that they've been, I don't know. That's not in their, their thought sphere or lexicon. I think it's somehow it's, it's wrong or I don't know what it is. Uh, it's like, it's like that's not it. Like, let's focus on the things that are actually harming well, people. It's, right, right, but it, it's like the fear of the unknown for one. Yeah, and for two, it's also the boogeyman. You know, like truly media yeah. outlets and organized religion and politics, whatever they've been creating boogeyman for decades. Mm-hmm. And so, like, th- we're just seeing like the symptoms of all of that now. Yeah, and they're and they're made. They're built to, uh, you know, uplift certain groups and not others. Yeah. And, um, and, the and groups, make money. And the uplifting of groups that we should be uplifting are really like those with, um, you know, kind of like alternative kinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like cake sitting. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Going back to that. Or, yeah, sure. <laughs> cake sitting. Yeah. Any or of that. feet. Or yeah. there's, I mean, there's some weird ass fetishes out there, man. Like, yeah. again, not here to kink shame either, but like. There's, oh my there's god! There's a lot of under the under underground. There's some real stuff out there. Yeah, there's some stuff. There's um some guys that I know in the Chicago area who do like the silicone injectables into their their package is yeah, which I think is so wild. That's because crazy. It's like, is that even usable now? Like, what's what's going That's on? That's scary. This? Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. unsafe. Anything that could like modify you to the point where it's harmful right well and that's also you know i mean not to get into the thick of all of this but like the steroid conversation oh my god i just i don't have patience for it it makes me nervous like like your heart is a muscle you're injecting muscle enhancers into your body it will affect your heart you will have an enlarged heart and you'll die yeah like it's not smart also your back looks like a pizza Yes, that too. Stop. You're going to look like a pizza. Back knee. <laughs> Sorry, that's Happy the Pride everyone. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. No, 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 but um no, but I think I think I think that's the point though is like we were talking about how pride and how people get um and and in general I understand this the uh eye rollish of it becoming marketable or whatever, but like like we're saying when it comes to religion, politics, society, the thing that keeps things going is money is cap that's we live in a capitalist society it's money so let's be ha- let's listen let's enjoy that everything is a rainbow right now yeah because it's not going to be next month so fuck it no. and it should be all, all year round and that and is it should be and that is up to us to continue the rainbow throughout yeah. the course of the year because let me tell you something i will say that despite the capitalism of it all mm-hmm. And however these companies actually think and feel and whatever they are actually doing with their money, the representation is there. And when I was a kid, it wasn't. And so let's talk about that because how do you feel like, because I think this episode really should be about what you're thinking about right now. And what do you, what do you feel like, uh, as a child, I mean, Growing up, a person that wasn't out. Right. Growing up in the middle of a fucking cornfield in the middle of Pennsylvania where everyone was white and Christian Mm -hmm. and being told that like gay people were an abomination, you know, and me like not really ever buying into that, knowing full well from the time I could talk that I was gay. Right. Um, having brands carry things that represent queer people. Mm Of course it would have helped because it would have made me feel in my 2,500 person town less alone. Right. And less 
isolated. Like right. there's hope out there. There's people out there that are like me. Yeah. Like one day I'll get out of here and I'll go meet the people who are like me. And it would have given me something to look forward to. And thankfully, like with the birth of the internet and the accessibility of it all, like also mitigated that and helped. But I shouldn't have had to be going on to like secret chat rooms to like meet other people when I was a teenager. Right. To feel safe and seen and um not isolated isolation is like the big problem here right and so the brand representation you know whether it's a money grab or it's it's like queer profiteering off of pride month like fine profiteer away because some kid in the middle of fucking nowhere that lives with a bunch of cows and chickens is gonna see a rainbow flag at some place and be like oh my god there are people like it's it's right exactly like there are others who are like me and it's I know not it's just like me. A meme, safe space, blah, blah, blah. But it's like it's true. The reason no, it is became, true. The reason it became something like that is because, uh, you know, when you're walking down the street and you're scared and things are not there's the, it's an off vibe. Things are off, and you're targeted. Um, and I can only come at from uh, come at it from a woman's perspective. Of course. But even growing up in Richmond, Virginia, and then going downtown. And going downtown with friends that were, were gay or are gay, uh, that we were in plays together. And they would go, um, we would go downtown, we would go to restaurants, and they would go in the bathroom and change clothes into female presenting clothes. And then we would walk all over the city and feel fine. This was, we felt absolutely fine in the city, in, the, in, in Cary Street. Yeah. But once we had to go back to the suburbs, it was change your clothes back and we're not talking about this anymore. Not not that this is the same thing, but my best friend from high school, Vanessa and I, we would do the same thing. We had friends that were at the college down the road mm-hmm. and there were a handful of times where we snuck out of our houses, our parents' houses. Yeah. And we would like put eyeliner on in the car yeah. and we'd put glitter on in the car. Oh, how dangerous. And they would drive us to the next town over like 40 minutes away wow. to go to like... We had an eight under eighteen gay bar. I remember under eighteen little. Clubs it was called and stuff. Shimmer, so silly. and what was Shimmer? It was called Shimmer, Work. and it was on. It was the second floor of the regular gay bar, which was called Stallions, <laughs> which is just like like Shimmer and Stallions, fine. But you're putting a bunch of under eighteen. Yeah, well, wait a minute. Yeah, this is gay good. like kids, yeah. children. Yeah, above above a yeah, bar no. full of like horny adult men yeah. drinking like this was not well thought not out well thought out. Not um well and then there were like the ones that would wait in the parking lot oh, and i yikes. remember that whole thing and vanessa and i well, were always be like with, well that's the problem is because someone's gonna hone in on that and go see predators see right but that's literally but that's everyone every, um, my exactly my point yeah. is is that's in every single uh weird uh, not anything any single group has, has right. some people in it that are right when i said that's everyone i don't mean everyone i mean like that is every no, single no, no, group has their own has Absolutely. their problems and has their people but Which there were weird sh- there's weird stuff in my church there's weird stuff in my of course, of course. but like that despite that dynamic despite that, and yeah. truly like i didn't really clock that dynamic when sure. i was that age because i was just happy to get out yes and be in a space with other people Right. But like I didn't have that growing up as a kid. That was when I was a, an older teenager. Mm. You know, it wasn't until I moved to New York that I really like got to meet people who were also uh who are also queer and also out and cool with it. You know, even though I was out at 16, like it was still yeah. You know, kind of touch and go. And so Truly. like having that as a I'm talking like a little kid knowing that I was gay and knowing that everyone around me, I presumed thought that that was bad. Right. 
if I would have gone to JCPenney and seen, like, you know, advertisements of, like, two gay men together, like, in JCPenney clothing or whatever, yeah. you know, like, that would have been something that I could have looked to have been, like, oh, it's, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have that. And I had to, like, you know, persevere by the the strength that my grandmothers gave me yeah. to get through until I was in a, an actual safe space. Right. Um, you know, and there's all kinds of other fucked up shit that goes along with that too. Of but, course. but like, you know, I think that we can be upset about the corporate, the corporate grab of it all. Sure. But we can and always you know be upset what? about everything. Like right. the whale, it's not good enough. And da, 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 it's still better. Right. Everyone hates everything. Like, yeah. Everything's bad. So, you know, there's a place for everything. And I just think that if we're going to vilify corporations and hold them accountable for what they actually stand for, fine, let's do that. But then also let's not get them to the point where they're retracting statements on pride yes. support where they're, cause then that's also confusing for younger people coming up. Mm-hmm. We're like, wait, is it okay? Is it not okay? But it's still in the store. Like, can I be here? Is it safe for me to right. be here? And on top of that, like the kids that are coming up now are way smarter than we ever were. Truly. And it's, well, it's more terrifying. Um, exactly. They have, you know, they have infinite access. Access infinite to access. I think the problem is though is like they also have inf- infinite access, which is leaves them open to the bullying levels that are beyond anything you know at a high level. That's so. I hate. I that's the one thing I don't like about. Well, one of the many things I don't like, but I still like. I love the internet. I love everything that's given me. I love that people can connect. I love that we can express ourselves, especially like during months like these where. We can talk about everything and express everything and show support in such a high volume. But I do think that the younger generation coming up now, Gen Z and younger, it's it's a little bit being interacting with human beings in a in a place physically is not they're not as good at that as we as we were because we no. had to seek those spaces. Right. Well, and it's also too, you know, I'm I love the fact that I grew up before the Internet. Yes. And then I have memories of pre computer. Yeah. Um, you know, and still even now, sometimes I'll take my phone and turn it off and just like leave and walk out into the world and just be very analog about it. And I love it. It's just the I best. I love that. I do that too. I do a lot of cabin, you know, I'm a big Woodstock gal. Yeah. And we'll just go and we'll just, um, there's actually a box in the cabin that we like to rent. There's like this company that does like cabins that have a, one side is fully glass and you just see the, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you Oh my about God. It. Send so it to me, you. please. Um, actually guys, no, just, I'll tell you the company. It's called Getaway. It's amazing. And they are very LGBT uh, forward because a lot of their like what they'll do in their social media show couples that went or like photos. A lot of influencers go people that aren't and all that stuff. And they post a lot of like um, queer families and people just like an artist too. And um, what you do is when you get there, it's called getaway. Um, It's in any major city. It's actually in about like 17 major cities. Um, And you can put your phone in this lockbox they have. You're just like, come on now. And you've got everything you need. You've got kitchen. You've oh my got God, I love bed. That. You've got like little games if you want to use a radio. Oh like my God, send me away. Yeah, it's literally I wanna go. truly. This is reminding me not to like beat the Taylor Swift of it all to death, Dude, but yeah. like, but she has this song called The it's Lake. It's you. You're the problem. It's you. It's the, I'm the problem. It's me. Uh, she has this song called The Lake. It's mm-hmm. the bonus track on the end of the Folklore album. And it's about a real group of people. And I want to say that they were all queer artists. I'm, I'm just going to say that they were because artists. Yeah. Um, but it was this group of queer artists that didn't want to be part of society anymore. And so they all collectively bought a house on a lake and they just went out there and made art. Wow. And r- like wrote stuff and like did all the things until they died. And the line in the song is, take me to the lake. Take me to the lake where all the poets went to die. 
Wow. And I'm just like, oh, God, I want to do that. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> And this company with the glass f- f- front of the house, I'm no. like, yes, take me there. Yeah, <laughs> Let no, me just go right. To, um, I, think I we want to. Do it. We should, um, Let's do like a retreat. Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. I have a, I have a cool code that will get us some discounts. And um, it's Discounties, amazing. Discounties, yes. Yeah, and I it's love amazing. A discount. And um, it's just one of those things. The last time we did it, we've only done it in like the winter time. Now we're going to do it in the summer. It's coming up on our third year anniversary, me and Mike. Um, Yay, Mike. And, and then just literally in a couple weeks, in the 18th, we'll be there um, that weekend. Um, and it's one of the most refreshing, rejuvenating things. But it's like so natural to be in nature. What I was trying to say, though, too, is like even in the days, isn't it beautiful like that human beings like us, before the time of the Internet, found our tribe, our people our friends that were open, yeah. that were artists, that were well, and expressing even, themselves in such societies where that wasn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, given. even even New York, the first couple of years I was here, iPhones didn't exist. Right. I didn't have an iPhone, I think, until 2008. Yeah. Eight. When did I buy that? I don't remember. I definitely had one on my cruise ship. So that was 2010. Whatever the case is, I moved here in 2005, and the first couple of years was like flip phone, razor phone, yeah. and like those were clunky as hell, mm-hmm. and I lost them all the time. Yeah, I had a razor. Oof. I went through like three different razors, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> I had the silver the one, razor. obviously. Yeah, but um, you know, being able to find people, I f- like part of me feels like it was so much easier to find people then. Mm. Than it is now, even though you have access to so much information, like yes, it's almost overwhelming. You can well, you can log onto an app and talk to someone, but that doesn't mean you're going to meet them. Yeah, there are people that hit me up on these apps that I've been talking to for years and I've never met. But I'm even saying not just like dating for sure, but I feel like even like you know just growing up. Well, at this point, it's not dating. They're yeah, just like, talking what to is me. For, like, yeah, like, they're, they're just like, "Hi, how are you?" I'm like, "Great, fine." And then we talk for like 20 I minutes. Have, and I don't hear from I them for three the years. I missed dating apps because I was with somebody for so long from when I was a teenager through. Uh, for a decade and then by the time I was out and downloading the apps then we went into deep lockdown so I really didn't go far with it but I actually hated it when I yeah they're overwhelming I delete them regularly less of a fun experience for some people but I think it's not a fun it should I don't think it sounds like a fun experience for anyone to be real it's overwhelming and it's uh mostly disappointing yeah it seemed that way to me I'd be like, left, yeah. nope, nope, nope. And I'm not going to pretend that I haven't disappointed anyone before. Oh, I, I I'm fully, definitely surely have. Not on an app, but I've definitely disappointed. Yeah, I've, d- I've done both. Yeah. Um, but, like, I just think that it, there was something there was something really special about being able to go out into the community yeah. before iPhones. Because now, this is so stupid, and I'm totally guilty of this, too. People go to gay bars, and they just stand around on their phone looking at the apps of who's nearby. Instead of, like, using your fucking eyes... And seeing who's nearby just and get talking a ping to them. someone nearby. No, it's I'm my kidding. mommy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's my mom. She just texted me. <laughs> I love that your that your background is our podcast. That's of course good. it is. I love that so much. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That's so silly. It's like you it's go silly there and it's to weird. What? not not talk to anyone. Like, yeah, you go there to sit in the corner and look at your phone, where you could like you should just do that for free. At but home. that's what I'm worried about with the generation. Like if we're already doing that, we're yeah. just gonna get worse with that unless we get out of here yeah. and celebrate like we want to do it pride. Right. Part- <laughs> party time party time I'm but like that's what I mean is like I feel like um you know when I was at school if I was in like the club like the LGBT club or what was like even like certain certain weird like random clubs like the art club and stuff I would just find a lot of really cool people and I felt like so I don't know it just felt so less stifled um 
it felt more authentic. Because um, everybody that's walking around is a well, flesh and blood human being who well, has. And because that's that's because like you know in those clubs like again that's the safe space that yep. is the physical safe space. Yep. Um, you know, it's why there's a lot of attitude towards people who bring their straight girlfriends and they bring their boyfriends and there's like straight people in the gay clubs. Cause like, no, I'm sorry. Like get out. This is mm-hmm. our safe space and you don't need to be here. Like mm-hmm. this is all we have. Yeah. They've taken most of them. They've half of them have closed and only new ones pop up every so often. And if they last then great. But like, there's only so many, you know, and like you, if you can name every single gay bar, there aren't enough of them. Truly. Because, like, I couldn't name every single straight bar in New York because oh God. it's all of them. It's a bar. It's literally it's all of bar, them. It's a bar, any bar. Right. Like and them. so, like, 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 you have all of them. Go there. Don't come to ours unless you're invited. Well, there's a person I'm going to bring up. Um, she was on my, um, my old podcast with Lindsay, um, podcast full of women. Um, there's a lesbian bar project. Um, let me read you some really crazy facts. Um Erica Rose, I believe. Yeah, Erica Rose is amazing. She directed me um, on a really fun uh, female-led pilot where I was a um, really unhinged forest ranger in the woods. Really good shit. Oh, my God, I love it. (laughs) I really enjoyed it so much. Um, We shot it right before um, COVID and all that good stuff. Um, Anyway, the Lesbian Bar Project is, uh, is, let's see. Erica Rose produced it, but the facts are crazy. Like, essentially, like, she was saying how there's only 40 left in the country or something like that, lesbian bars. Something really As far as I know, insane. there's only two of them in New York. That's... F- it's, like, Cubbyhole and Henrietta yeah, Husband. Yeah, I've been to Cubbyhole a couple times. Love the Cubbyhole. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find the thing. So, they, if you guys want to follow them, it's the Lesbian Lesbian Bar Project. It's on Instagram. Um, yeah, Erica Rose is a baddie. Um, she's been on my podcast before. She's a fabulous director. Um, but yes, yeah, some of the facts about, especially, you know, especially lesbians, man, it's like, yeah. That's yeah. where it's at. Yeah, they, they, they'll they fight for shit. And they well, I mean, they have. I mean, there's a very long history of, of lesbians helping the gay community during the AIDS crisis, too. Like, they were the ones yeah. that were helping everyone mm-hmm. um, yeah. when no one else would touch them or come anywhere near them. Yeah. But I don't want to get into all that yeah, because I mean, we talk about that every Pride. About that every pride. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, yeah, guys, look up the Lesbian Bar Project. You'll be probably a bit blown away about um, things. It's on Roku now. There's like a streaming a series now that, that they got picked up, which is wonderful. Um, but yeah, I just think, uh, I don't think, yeah, I think that's time to celebrate. I think it's time to stop worrying about what people do. Um, unless they're hurting someone and they're not. So uh, worry about yourself and be happy yeah. and also look, look at yourself and wonder like, why am I so mad? You know, <laughs> like, why do I, I care? Like, I feel like maybe the people who need to hear this are not listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're not their demographic. Um, I don't know. I feel like some like, people in my life that will, will listen because I'm too, on it. Yeah. Will that's absolutely fair. Need to hear this. That's fair. Um, yeah, no, I retract. I retract. Yeah. I think um, that's, that's important. But yeah, we're gonna be like, we can be like we are. It's hard stars and rainbows, clovers and balloons, pots of gold and red balloons and unicorns. yeah, all day long, all day long, literally all day long. But <laughs> that's Malacca charms. Malacca charms, <laughs> me lucky charms. Um, but yeah, but we have to say some real shit because I think that regardless, there is fuckery happening and yeah. people are gonna listen to this that are like, yeah. oops, and I want I, to be a rich bitch. Why am I hearing about this right now? Right, and I really think that we're getting to a point now. 
and I've seen this again, like on Twitter and TikTok and whatnot, but like the queer community is not having it. You come no. for us, we're going to take you down. Like I love it. I love it when these videos cross my timeline where like someone is harassing some queer person and mm-hmm. that person takes them out. Yep. And I'm just like, yes, knock them down. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, that just brings me the most joy always. Agreed. It's such a, it's such a, a sleigh. It's so satisfying. Yeah, it's such an absolute sleigh. It really gives me, and one of my favorite uh, pride things to do is, first of all, the parade is amazing. I love the concept of the parade. I hate being there because the crowds are oh, insane. It's insane. I mean, I think uh, the 18 years that I've lived in New York is like, I think in that period of time, I've only gone to the Pride Parade maybe three times. Yeah. Because it's so hard to get to. Well, and I worked like, on a float once, and I or like I was a person on a oh, float, too. Oh, that had to be fun. And it was a damn ball, and it was great. I'm sure, because you didn't have to, like, you know, yeah. pry your way through, no. you know, stacks of people. And, and the last year that I went, I think was maybe 2000, I don't know. Nine, ten, wow, something like that. No, ten, not possible. I wasn't here. I don't know. It was a really long time ago, and yeah. I just remember trying to cross the street. Oh yeah, no, any and parade this, in New York, you're fine. And fucked. this cop like shoved me back and was like, "You have to go around." And I had to walk like ten blocks to cross the street and come back down. It was so stupid. So I just don't go because well, I find that Well, a really fun queer parade annoying. to go to is the Mermaid Parade, which I go to every year in Coney Island. I have never been to that. I've gone every single year for, I think, nine years. It's one of my favorite things of all I time. I always see pictures of it. It looks fun, but I've never been. You should come this year. When is it? It's in. It's usually in June or July. I think they, they've kind of moved it around because of COVID, so yeah. I don't know exactly this year. I'll tell you, actually. Look Let's look up the Mermaid Parade. But uh, yeah, one of my favorite things uh, to do is watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I know that you're not super into that, um, but I am obsessed with it. Um, I've been obsessed with it since season three. Um, it was like one of my first introductions to like, you know, ex- explaining. I was like, this is so iconic because you're you're watching someone transform before you. And is talented on top of it. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the talent levels there are amazing. Wild. It's just, it, it has gotten a little monotonous for me. And so sure. I'm like, oh, it keeps Meh. going. It's become like the spinoff of this spinoff. Yeah. And, that spin-off. Well, and, and somebody said something to me the other day. They're like, drag is football for gays. Like you only watch mm-hmm. it. So you have something to talk about with them. Ugh. And I was like, oh yeah, that might be true. That sucks. Yeah. For me, it's like, there's certain ones that resonate with me because what they're doing is they're, they're, they're portraying women. Um, some of them are women, but uh, some most of them are portraying women and making like jokes or making like caricatures or whatever. And it's actually very freeing as a woman to watch men be hyper, hyper, hyper women, like like hyper women, like caricatures like, of women, like fabulously so. Because it's like it brings it out in like me. It makes me excited. Yeah. Uh, it also feels like camaraderie wise, like they get it what it's like to have take old biddies you know and like what the burden <laughs> of that is and what to, heels and all that good shit i don't remember if you and i were talking about this i was talking about this recently i don't think it was with you but when i was working in finance long 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 time ago um there was an article in some some magazine i don't remember it might have been the new yorker mm. but it was about this straight guy who was married with mm-hmm. children mm-hmm who was a professional cross-dressing dom. Wow. And, like, would go out in, like, the leather outfit. And there was a whole spread of this dude in his Mm -hmm. outfit. And, like, no trace of a man anywhere in there. Wow. 
it was phenomenal. I love stuff. Absolutely like that. fascinating. I but love he, the human mind. But it was this huge article on this person. And in the article, it just kept saying, like, we're concealing this person's identity because they are married and straight and have children, whatever. But it was just so wild. I want to I want to see if I can find the article again. I'll I send it to you. I was looking up. I completely lost my thing. You were looking at Mermaid. <gasps> Mermaid Parade. Mermaid Sorry. But yeah, I, I remember story. that article so clearly. I think that was like 2008 or seven or eight or something like that. And I just remember being like, wow, that is that is wild. Yeah, no, it's freaking it's it's iconic. OK. Murray Parade, Coney Island, USA. Yeah, Murray Parade's crazy. It's in Coney Island. It's literally wild and crazy and free. Um, uh, there's so many mermaids. You know, in New York City, it is legal to be topless. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of glitter. A lot of a lot of a lot of adults, kids everywhere. I mean, it's like um, human bodies, human bodies. So there's not like crazy stuff happening, but it's like it's really cool. June seventeenth. That's. I'll That's be, no, soon. I'll be in a cabin. Fuck. I mean, the one there are worse ever. places to be. Yeah, I know. I'm literally going to be celebrating like love and be. Yeah, with so, your yeah. with your hot boyfriend with the great tits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike really works out, my boyfriend, and it was so funny. Me and Ed were on like a. I think we were like just on a Zoom. We're on talking, a Zoom. Yeah. Shooting the shit, and you just he came in and said hi, and then he. I thought you leaving. had your headphones in, and you definitely, definitely did, did not. not. And you were like, I was like, oh. And what did you okay. say exactly? I was like, his tits look great. And that's it. And, <laughs> and you know what's so funny? Mike was like, hmm. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah. you very much. He was very, he was, he was like thankful. He was like, cool. He should be thankful. Yeah. That I'm even looking at his tits. Well, I mean, no. Okay, he's not easy. But I think he, he I think, you know, when you're a guy um, who's straight or, you know, it's like you don't get really catcalled all the damn time, you know? So to him, I'm sure he was like, hmm, hmm. I'll fucking cool. cat call him. And also, and also, he's not um, homophobic, so no, he he's totally was great. Not. Um, do you know what I mean? That like, kind of makes that me... would probably trigger somebody though that was like, oh, for oh, sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I there is part of me that like wants to now just cat call Mike every time I see him. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, like ow ow, ow, ow. and he's like, all right, this is getting kind of annoying at this point. Yeah, yeah no, I think uh, I always say to the guys who um, cat call in the streets to women and are so gross and weird um if a guy did that to them they're the ones who would freak them oh my god out. it's this never is... those ones it's always there's never an intersection there's never someone like no hey, mm, uh, like saying weird stuff to me i'm sure if I, but if i was a man i was like hey baby they'd be like oh well, what i'm about to say is gay rights so anytime <laughs> i am walking anywhere yeah and i see a guy like blatantly checking a woman out yeah. To the point where they're just like they're like doing that like lip smacky Ew, shit, and like they're like saying, know what you think, "I Ew. will stare them down with my sex bedroom eyes, and I will just look at them, Ugh. and I'll just give it right back to them." And like there's there's some there's always some kind of reaction. Yep. But it's so funny. Good. It's my favorite thing in the well, whole world. Well, I hope they feel a fraction of what we feel. Just a fraction, like right in their right in their little. Hope he goes home and he's like. Ugh. Yeah, I hope it gives them a prolapse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live. I hope me just looking at him. Um, I love that we're at uh, the hour mark, and that's where we're at. That's um, where we're at. Maybe are we going to end with a prolapse? I mean, why not? Sure. Um, <laughs> rose, rosebud. <laughs> no, but uh, I think really the point is is that uh, let's celebrate everybody. Everybody should be celebrating this month. It's a celebration. It should be a celebration. It's um, a celebration. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's all that. That was I such do. a deep voice. <laughs> 
I have range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like it's such a um, it's such a cool, beautiful month, and I'm so glad it's in the summer and not in like the Siberian tundra of the oh winter. Oh my god, could you imagine that's pride a hate in crime. winter? They're like, now in, Je- in February, <laughs> <laughs> like, hateful, hate. Burn it down, burn Except, it all isn't down. Isn't that Women's Month? So cool. Yeah, I love that for us. Uh, yeah, they'll just combine the two and be like, you people, you fucking. Um, but yeah, well, happy pride, everybody. And, um, this is our, this is our inaugural ep. Um, it's come we're, we just wanted to start our podcast kicking off. Uh, in June, and guess what June is? It's Pride it's Month. It's the month of the gays. It's the month of Edward, because truly, it is the survival. It's it the Cancer the, Survivor Month. It is Pride it's Month. It's giving Pride. It's, it's giving, giving me survival. summertime, so it's caftan month. Summertime sadness. Just summertime. Kidding, no I love Lana. No Everybody sadness. Been, no sadness. Summertime happiness. Summertime thrilled. Um, it's hot yeah. girls. It's hot gay summertime. It is. And you know what? Tip your gay friends. and um, Yeah, just give them money. Yeah. I used to do that. Every so often where Pride would come along and I would post my Venmo and my Instagram story and be like, it's Pride, pay me. I should do that in women's. (laughs) I might start doing it again. I might just start doing it Hey guys, I was just laid off. It's Pride month, pay me. Yeah, that's, please Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Do that now. (laughs) On the second day of Pride. On the second day of Pride, I put God 80 grand. (laughs) Because I put my Venmo in my Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, stick, stick, stick with us. Um, You know. uh, And send me money. Yeah, send him money. Stick with us. Um, We're going to be talking about how to be a rich bitch. Um, Really, it's, it's about everything. It's about wealth and yourself, wealth in your friends, wealth in your... And just embodying being wealthy. Yes. Even if you're not. Even if you're not. Don't have a penny to your name. You can be fucking fantastic. Because I think what you're doing now, literally, is post-job, is manifesting. And just because you're giving that energy, it's coming back to you, honey. And I've said before, and I'll say it again, that I am at the place right now where it's like, I'm not even worried. And I don't know if that is like growth or if I'm having Delusion. a psychotic break. Either, either way, I'm here for it. Great. So uh, it's, give it's psychotic break summer. Yeah. Uh, break summer. <laughs> but, yeah. Give us the dollars and we'll see you guys in the next episode of um, how to be a rich. Bitch. You're so rich. Uh,